I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. You know, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlett. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Hello and welcome to an extra special episode of the Best Supporting Podcast. My name is Nick Kachanov and, you know, I'll show you a pair of Golden Globes. <laughs> and my name is Colin Drucker and, you know, I'm not going to get up here and say anything political. I'm just going to take my award and sit down and shut up. Ooh. Boo. Boo. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, let's just let's just kick it off. Yeah, we are here, of course. We have a few we have a few treat things we got to talk about. But yeah, happy new obviously, year, obviously, yeah, yeah, happy new year, twenty twenty, yeah, again. Uh, but I feel like as you know, this is our inaugural season of best yeah. supporting podcast, and we've dovetailed so perfectly with award season, uh, our favorite season. Awards. Uh, as, <laughs> awards. awards so it like we would be remiss to not you know uh, you know insert sound of car brakes screeching you know halt the brakes for a second yeah. and talk about some award shows Ugh, it's heavens it's heaven um and i feel like the golden globes this year uh were a strange watch they were a strange watch they were like I have no problem with people saying thing, saying political things. I mean, yeah, Michelle same. Williams can have all the time she wants. Oh, yeah. It was lovely. I love that. I think the – it was like the dove – not the dovetail. I've already used that fancy word. That's okay. It was like the bookends of like Ricky Gervais at the beginning saying like – basically saying what I had said of like, oh, well, just you know, don't get up here and say anything. Just take your award and shut up. And then by the end, I feel like – you know, like Joaquin Phoenix was really probably the last speech because the folks accepting 1917 were like, shit, the news has to start. So like, yeah. oh, they geez. couldn't really like say anything. But he, his speech, like his version of getting up there and saying something was so, it was kind of like what I, I needed to hear someone say, we know this is all bullshit, right? This is just to sell advertise, advertisements for the TV show. Like, yeah. I kind of loved that. I loved like, like, I love the sentiment of, like, oh, God, this is so stupid, you know? Yeah, it was almost like if the Golden Globes was, like, this big celebrity water balloon that, like, throughout the night, little pinpricks kept being, like, uh, poked, for lack of a better mm -hmm. word, into it. And it's not like the show fell apart. That might have been a clumsy, you know, metaphor or simile, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I, you kind of got this, like, it was like this little mini revolution almost mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. but i, I want to go back to ricky gervais because i how did you feel about his monologue i would just leave it at that um i or him as a host in general i can open it up the whole night really yeah i uh i i kind of felt like i mean i guess he's done this before of kind of you know everyone's a little bit on edge of what's 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 he gonna say i felt like this year 
maybe because you know it's like Australia's on fire and you know um, the world's on fire, yeah. the world's on fire, so to speak, and yeah. so it, it all does feel a little ridiculous um, that he felt a little more over it than it just being a bit of oh here comes Ricky Gervais and he's going to say something touchy. It really kind of almost felt real of like you know what fuck this. Like, this is stupid. And I have the stage. They can't stop me. I'm the host. I'm going to say whatever I want. And it, it was, I don't know. It was it was somehow perfect, I think, to be, if, if there's going to be Australia's on fire and, you know, Donald Trump's just kind of playing risk with, the you know, the Middle East. Uh, you know, I, I kind of appreciated that, that there was someone in Hollywood saying, you know, like, what we're doing right now, not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I think... That's sort of been a narrative for like a while, not necessarily with, with Ricky Gervais, but I feel that that bit has been used at the Oscars and like not necessarily uh, at the risk of or, you know, I think the stakes were lower. Like, I mean, there's mm-hmm. always been stakes, let it be known too, but like we're reaching this like crescendo of like the world really going down the shitter and um, that joke has been used. Be- I've heard it before, really, and I think that he took it. I don't want to say he took it too far because that's I almost said that, but I I mm. think that um, there was still just to like talk on the other side of that. There was still a part of me that just wanted to be entertained for a couple hours, and that, that I was looking forward yeah. to it, and that he kind of snuffed it out a bit at the beginning, but it was soon like lit up again. Like I still had a good time. Yes, everything he said is uh, valid, and we should be saying that. But like you said, it was almost too real. Where I was like, all right, now it's kind of killing my buzz a little bit too. But yeah. the buzz should be killed at the same time because, like, you know, right? it's it's it is a little ridiculous on on the surface of things too to be celebrating all that too. Uh, it's weird. It's that it, I think it's that strange thing that I guess anyone you know who's lived in in tumultuous times when you think about like not to get super heavy on this fun episode of best supporting podcast <laughs> no, yes. but like you know you think of like wartime and the fact that like art was still made and movies sure. were still made and people still had like did things and found reasons to celebrate and reasons to like put it down for a minute and i i'm not saying that like now now is the time to put it down for a minute but i feel like what you're kind of hitting upon and i i totally hear that and i i think it's like where do we find this balance of like yeah there's like there's all this shit going on but like when it when and how do you take a mental break from it you know um i think when it comes to like when the mental break i think is like the hollywood elite like celebrating each other at an award show um i feel like it's like, oh, this is, um, it's like too tainted. It's too in the mix of what's wrong. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when he makes the Harvey Weinstein joke, I feel like that just highlighted the fact of like, hey, n- no one here is actually exempt from the world on fire. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you all still live in it. You live in a version of it that no one else does, but you still yeah. live in it. Yeah, and, and like on. you're a part of a narrative of it, you know, like the whole Me Too movement and and everything that's happened in Hollywood. It's like you guys are all complicit in it in a way. And I feel like that was then I think to that your point of it being like, oh, it killed my buzz. It's like, oh, well, was I just am I am I being willfully naive to keep my buzz? You know, yeah. it's like but then it's like, well, you know, but then Ellen DeGeneres and Tom Hanks and. Kate McKinnon, like, there's definitely, like, moments that are still, like, yeah. you you can't take it away no matter what. These are great moments, you know? Yes. The moments happened anyway, and I think eventually 
the show found its rhythm again only for Ricky Gervais to come out every so often and pull the whatever mm-hmm. that piece of the record player is called the thing with the needle at yes. uh, the tip of it and then yeah the arm yeah, yeah and then mm-hmm. someone would gently just like nudge it with their foot while someone wasn't looking to play start playing the tune again of mm-hmm. it's like it's escapism dead you know what i mean cuz that's kind of what i was yeah. like is it time to like deal with it and deal with our problems yeah. is it, it yeah. when is it too when is it like we i mean it's been too late for a while too but um it's one of those things like okay i hear you loud and clear it's like but what what, what uh, i i mean obviously there are things we can do we can donate to australia we can mm-hmm. be more uh woke um even more than we i mean we're preaching uh Preaching to the choir, is that the right turn of phrase I'm trying yeah. to use here mm-hmm. too? Yeah, it's like everyone who listens to this podcast is probably on the right side of things, I would say. The correct side of things, not the right yeah. side. Um, but yeah, I found myself conflicted still because I was like, okay, Ricky, I just want to get to like best supporting actress. I need to know if J-Lo or Lord. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I hear you. And I, I, you know, I came watching the show last night and like even afterwards and reading the articles the next day, like I've had such mixed emotions about it. And yeah. I feel like it's everything we're kind of talking about here where it's like, I'm with you. I I don't typically, you know, we've talked about this, I think the first episode of this podcast is that you have more of a tradition of like watching the award show, yes. kind of making a bit of a to do an appetizer or two, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, and I love that. And I thought, oh, that's I, that seems so cozy and cozy, and especially in the winter, you know. But I typically will just, like, read the highlights the next day. So last night I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this shit. Ah. And it, so I watched the whole thing. I watched every, you know, every commercial. Um, and it was like I definitely was having the same feeling of, like, when is this going to get fun? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, who am I to ask for that? Come on now. And then then you're like, well, Patricia Arquette's boobs are really giving me a, a bit of a thrill. But they I guess there that's... 10 minutes before she did to that. <laughs> yeah. Stage. Talk they about were... some Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Patricia... she won, by the way. Jesus. She beat Michelle so... Williams. Oh, wait, no. Michelle Williams no, won. No, she Sorry. did not. I yeah. got really confused there. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I have to find yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, beat. oh, which which we sh- we 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 should get to to that topic very soon in terms of ladies winning awards and supporting roles but um but yes i think that that's like totally a perfect explanation is like people were having a good time it was fine there were jokes but then ricky gervais would come out with his note card and be like oh god all right well here comes this asshole you know and it was yeah it's like could he i'll pose this question and maybe i would i don't just i'm not going to answer while i ask it but uh uh could he have achieved the same thing without being or through comedy or like through a bit could he have really been vicious enough to get it across like could the jokes been blue enough and just blue enough to have the same effect or did he have to do it that way i think that he could have done a lot of the same material and just had like a big shit-eating grin on his face you know what i mean yeah like I think, it could have been the same thing yeah yeah if anything it would have even been potentially more impactful because like you're kind of lulled in by it, like this like fun, exciting energy. You know what I mean? Like somebody being a host, but they're really like ripping into everybody every once in a while. Like I think that's, it would be, I don't know. I guess that then brings up the question of like, you know, is it too late for that? Is it like, no, I'm not going to put on a show. This is stupid. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, up. yeah, I don't know. It's, and it definitely felt that way last night that like, oh, this just, 
This does feel weird right now. Oh, it definitely did. And I wonder, um, it reminds me, I have two more things to say, too, about this, because I, I do want to get to, like, the goods. Um, mm. And I'm not just talking about Patricia Arquette's mm. rack. <laughs> yeah, her three Golden Globes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it reminds me almost of last year. I think we might have talked about this on a previous episode when, I think it was the Golden Globes, where everyone wore black, speaking mm-hmm. of Time's Up. And there was a part of me that was like, ooh, but I just wanted to see what the ladies would wear. Right, And that's like, right. mm-hmm. fuck me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, like, right. who am I to, like, demand that the ladies play dress up for my entertainment while I sit at home eating popcorn and crumbs right. on my shirt, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, I just wonder what Ricky Gervais's day looked like. Like, it almost yeah. looks like some... But here's the thing. I saw him on the red carpet being interviewed um, because that's part of my... uh, I want you to come over for the Oscars. Just like fly to Pittsburgh and... Don't tempt me, you know? (laughs) Just don't tempt me. (laughs) It would be such a dream. We'd have such a great time. It's like Um, five minutes to the red carpet and the doorbell rings. Oh, I mean, there's (laughs) a whole process. I'll get it. We have a big inflatable Oscar that we have in our living room. It's it's a whole thing. So, And the snacks are great. And oh, I mean, now I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) But I just I saw him being interviewed on the red carpet and I he seemed perfectly fine for lack of a better word too. Mm -hmm. he played along. They you know, he answered the dumb question of like, so what are you going to do? This is your fifth time hosting. What do you got up your sleeve? And he's just like he was very um, charming and Mm -hmm. went along with it. There wasn't any sense of that in his interview. So it. Mm. I don't think it was a bit, but it's he's either that or he's like one hell of a like actor almost to like if that was a bit because I really do think he meant most of what he said and it was yeah. deliberate and he's like how far can I go? Yeah, yeah. It 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 completely felt like someone who's like I have nothing to lose. Like yeah, honestly, you know, yeah. I really don't have anything to lose here. I don't really want to do this again. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sure he can afford to make those kind of decisions. Yeah. Message received. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, Ricky. yeah. Yeah. So that, that takes care of her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do you want to start, Colin? I mean, we could, it's all about the ladies here. It's all about it the ladies is. here. I, you know, let's, I think that we, you know, let's, let's build up just like as we do in a regular episode and we'll, the final topic will be of course best supporting actress yes but i think let's go back and um let's talk about some other ladies who won i mean let's let's go back and go to best actress renee zellweger winning for judy yeah i um, I, I don't know if we're looking i'm looking at the vanity fair list i don't know if that'll help us um but we can um i yeah i mean i pulled up a list of like it's the it's from the golden globes website because it has their pictures oh um, another picture yeah uh but it's um, it's all the same info. Sure. Yeah. So um, let's talk about yeah. Renee. Well, I mean, so you haven't seen Judy yet, right? I haven't, and I, I yeah. But go ahead, yeah, continue. Oh, I mean, I I has I have uh, mentioned our previous episode. Yeah. I did not. I did not. I just didn't like it. I just I, I have I'm. I am okay. Well, I did not really enjoy her performance. I didn't really enjoy the movie. That being said. I I like the story. Like we kind of talked about, you know, like Julia Roberts winning for Aaron Brockovich over Ellen Burstyn, or and, and there's kind of like, you know, if if Jayla were to win, it would be like because this was her career best. Yes. And I kind of just yeah. feel like, you know, in this case, it was like, all right, well, this is it's not necessarily 
I don't know if it's Renee Zellweger's career best, but there's a story, you know, it's her comeback, you know? Um, And I feel like that's what people were also voting on. And so I I don't know. I'm not going to poo-poo that, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. But not even having seen it, I would have loved, I would have been totally fine seeing Charlize Theron win. Obviously would have been happy to see Saoirse Ronan win Uh, um, because I saw Little Women. More on that later. More on that later. More on that later. Um, And I think Cynthia Erivo is great. I've heard like zero buzz about Harriet. So I feel like that's one of those cases. Yeah, I I think I just know about Cynthia and I know about that movie because I'm, you know, a Broadway gay and I follow Mm -hmm. her on Instagram and I'm I'm a big fan of her ever since The Color Purple and I've kind of been following that journey. So it's on my radar, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't mean that it's on everyone else's. I think it's it's like, I'm certainly glad she got the recognition because she could have easily been one of those actresses who got pushed out by someone who... um, was a bigger name and maybe yeah. and if she had a couple more movies under her belt um mm. that it could have been a real moment for her you know i think yeah. that this isn't obviously the last we'll see of cynthia Rebo. she's an incredible actress um i feel like she's in something coming up i, I feel like i've heard something i don't know either way mm. um back to renee um it felt like someone like gave her a tranquilizer before she went up on stage though. Let's talk about the boozy sort yeah. of almost meta moment of her accepting that like Yeah. I it was strange. It was a strange speech. And granted it was the end of the night and I'm sure everyone was tired and a little boozed up, but did you find it weird? We were all just looking at each other like, uh, is she okay? It was it was tense for me. It was very tense. It felt like when she said, like, oh, well, you know, it. hello, nice to see everybody again after 17 years. You know, thanks for welcoming me back. There, there, was, the, there was this feeling of, like, I don't know, like, the fact that she, like, didn't hide her accent, the fact that they were trying to play her off and she just kept talking and didn't try to speed anything up – it was almost like she was doing her own version of like, I know what this industry does. I'm not here to play your game. I'm here to accept my award. Like, I don't know. I feel like I read an interview somewhere where like Renee Zellweger is one of those people where the, the, the version of her you think, you know, is not her at all. Sure. You know, and that the version we're seeing now is like, you know, the one who kind of like left Hollywood and found herself, you know? Interesting. And okay. I think that, that character, that story of that person returning to Hollywood in a way and like, you know, and will likely do the same thing at the Oscars, you know, and will likely win the Oscar for this as well. It's kind of fascinating to watch someone who's woken up from Hollywood go back in and win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't believe it's been that long. That really shocked me because to me, she's never left, but she obviously did. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not that she has it like, does she have like huge gaps in her filmography i mean um, i could look her up on imdb as we're kind of chit-chatting i mean she made that netflix show like really recently um and oh, it was I, I think keon watched the first season of it because he's he's one who will just like kind of give anything a try um mm. not anything i wish i, I was one of those people he, he has standards he has standards yeah. but they're slightly lower than the i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gonna be mad it, that i said that but he's not as concerned if there's women in it <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah he tends to love bro movies he likes fight club and like the tarantino Wow. Sort of deals. Yeah. So all filmography here. It was just like a show on Netflix where she played this. Like It's called What If. Oh, and, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. And it was just. And in 2016, she made Bridget Jones's baby. 
<laughs> you know, oh. this, this is all just to say that, like, I guess the sort of prestige actress that maybe we knew Renee Zellweger as before kind of went away for a bit. And then, like, of course, all the plastic surgery stuff came about and even more reason for her to kind of just... It's almost... I, I'd say... Of course, it's probably a different journey for her. It almost seemed like she was kind of hibernating, not necessarily like mm. away from the scene. It was like, all right, I I want to. She probably does want to come back. I'm sure. Like, but yeah. when when is it time? And what what's the movie gonna be? Like, I need to make something good, and this is kind of her moment to do that too. So it's like she's always. I mean, to me, it just seems like she's always been invited to the party, but she's been like hiding in the corner, not talking to anyone. Maybe it's mm. like this sort of new picture of her. Doesn't mean that that's the truth. It maybe she was really wronged and people were talking shit and like i obviously people were shocked by the plastic surgery but um so is that true that she had a lot of plastic surgery because i feel like i had read that she was like no this is just me relaxed or something i mean she definitely looks different i mean i know yeah, so like there yeah. has to be some work done there i i feel confident enough saying that that was there was work around the eyes because mm. even last night when she was giving that speech the only thing really moving was like the center part of her lips. <laughs> like it was mm. very like sort of like pursed like this. And she kept, you know, just talking like that. It was, and there were, there were some close-ups last night on the golden globes, a lot of zoom ins. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nicole Kidman, watch out. She's coming for your gig. Oh yeah. You know, of, of that human ventriloquist act of, I'm not going to move a muscle. And yeah. I'm gonna say all my like lines. RuPaul, honestly. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah are you uh tangent are you gonna watch aj and the queen oh i don't know i i i know that you guys are covering all right you'll be talking about it on all right yeah Mary. um mm-hmm. i don't know i i'm actually my plan of attack is for you to watch it and tell me if it's worth my time talent and yes. energy <laughs> <laughs> um that's that is what i'm here to do yeah, yeah. i think mm-hmm. that there were a few cringy moments in the trailer i was like this is like a pretty meaty role for rupaul um, mm. cause normally she's used to being, you know, the best supporting actress, if not like, mm-hmm. the, you know, assistant to the best supporting actress. Um, yeah, really? Yeah. But to have that big of like, and also like, she's supposed to be this, you know, uh, you know, glamazon queen that everyone loves. And she, I saw like a little clip of her doing like a lip sync in the trailer. And I was like, Ooh, this is like a little cringy. I mean, mm. no shade to RuPaul. I love her. Um, but she's. You know, a queen of a certain age, too. I think, like, I wish she could have done this, like, 20 years ago, you know? Yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm certainly glad she's doing it now. With all that being said, don't send me any letters. I love RuPaul. Um, I think that it should be interesting to watch. And I hope it's great. I, I sincerely hope it's great. Yeah, I hope it's great. I'm, I'm, I, I will absolutely fulfill the role of watching it and letting you know. If it's yeah. great, we're going to, like, cover all the episodes. If it's not... We're not. Yeah. Um, you know, 2020 is not the year to be doing content I don't want to do. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm taking the spirit of the Golden Globes. And it's like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. We have to go. We have to, we go. Have to go. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... Yeah, so uh, let's let's carry on. Let's talk about the best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um, now, I I did not see the farewell, but I am a. I love that there is Golden Globe winner Aquafina. Yes, um, love that. And I I've heard it's great. I've heard the farewell is a great movie, and I 
I'm familiar with her, but I'm not familiar with her as like an actress who wins awards for her acting. So that's exciting. Yeah, I think it was such a moment for sure. Um, just like historically uh, mm-hmm. for her. And I think that my, I mean, I think, I don't know about you, but I was rooting for Ana de Armas for Knives Out. Yes. That would have been my like, truly, like, I would have been so happy. Um, mm-hmm. I was also kind of reading, rooting for Beanie Feldstein. I saw Booksmart last week. Have you seen it yet? I did. I did see Booksmart. It's a fun I, watch. I think yeah, she's really yeah. great. It's like the female super bad for anyone who hasn't seen it. I feel like it's on Netflix or uh, Hulu. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember I don't where I saw it. It's all but a yeah. blur. Um, where'd you go, Bernadette? I mean, where'd you go, Kate Where'd Blanchett? you go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go, Kate Blanchett? I mean, the thing is, if you like look up the movie cover for that, I think... Every time I saw it, I was like, oh, that must be that documentary about Anna Wintour. It's not (laughs) a documentary about Anna Wintour. (laughs) Yeah, it's a book. It's like a really popular book that I haven't read. Um, That's such a Globesy nomination. Do you know what I mean? Mm, It's like, uh well, we need some more A-listers here. You know, Mm -hmm. okay, should we give one to Kate? Yeah, get her in Sometimes I agree. Sometimes the Globe nominations are just like, oh, wank, wank. You know what I mean? It's just like, even for the actresses, sometimes I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, this doesn't feel like prestige. Yeah, I was like, all these amazing female performances. And like, we love Kate. Let it be known. You let it be known. (laughs) I mean, I would see her. Yeah, it's like Meryl to a certain extent where you're like, all right, fine. Yeah, where even Meryl's like, ugh, enough, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in the 50s now, her nominations or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I but... think she's like, please don't nominate me anymore. It's yeah. Done. I don't want it anymore. And she she lost to Patricia Arquette. That's that's what ha- That was that yes. category where I was rooting for her for Big Little Lies. But uh, anyways, back to Aquafina. She generally, genuinely seemed so nervous and it was so charming mm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I want to see anyone be nervous on stage but it was it was very like so such gratitude and like being humble and like she's like this is my first golden globes it's like she didn't know what to do i mean yeah it was she's well i think it yeah go ahead i mean i think with this you know it's like sort of in theme right where it's like ricky ricky gervais was like you know keeping it real and i think in general like you know Olivia Coleman, you know, and and everyone else was like, uh, I, I, I really didn't plan on winning, so I didn't prepare anything, and I'm a little drunk. Like, I I think that, that it's this theme of, like, just the reality of things, you know? Like, no artifice. Like, there isn't room to put on the, like, the Hollywood performance, you know? It's just like, uh, sorry, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I've never done this before. This is incredible. Instead of being polished and giving us those 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 you know epic globe moments you know what i mean like i i like that it was a little rough around the edges with people who are like yeah i don't i don't do this you know yeah Ugh, a regular barbara harris you know i'm just i'm looking for a a hollywood full of barbara harris's and paula pell's you know (laughs) i know i mean the westons and the west yeah the westons come to the west yeah Uh, come to the westons that's our come to the westons oh that's great um so i uh yes when they started to announce aquafina's name i thought they were saying anna de armas i got very excited same but I, my little hands went up but what are yeah. you gonna do um so now let's let's shimmy on down best supporting actress we'll be back to you in a second yes we will. um i'm going through we're, let's go over to tv let's talk about tv let's um so uh yes fleabag of course um well before we get into Fleabag, Michelle Williams. 
Ugh, sweeping, Michelle. sweeping the awards. Um, I I kind of forgot she got nominated, and she was the last nominee mentioned. Um, and so they were going through, and I was like, okay, well, I yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy Unbelievable that much. Not that it's like meant to be enjoyed. Um, I didn't really think Caitlin Deaver was that great. Uh, Merritt Weaver was was pretty good. I don't know what the hell Catherine the Great is, but Same. I'm sure Helen Mirren was great. And then the actor was like, Ugh, I haven't seen it. I just don't want to. Yeah, it looks and painful. Then they then they mentioned Michelle, and I was like, Okay, okay, all right, come on. That is exactly the reaction of <laughs> the room, Colin. I wish I could just transport you, like, because we were all just sitting around. Like the gays were out and we we're like, oh, oh. And then we oh. were like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Waving a hanky, <laughs> snapping our fingers. You know, it was jubilation. Oh, my God. Oh, well, yes. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I was in spirit, you know, yeah. in Astoria. I was we feeling all the same you. things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Honka, honka. And it was honka, honka. I was so glad that she won also because I think that. Ricky, Ricky Gervais like saying the whole thing about like don't get up here and make a moment it's like she is like she makes it an art because she kind of comes in with receipts and she's like okay well I'm gonna say something actually meaningful oh, and yeah. it's gonna be deep and you can't argue with it and in some ways let it almost no let it be said Michelle Williams is the best supporting actress of the Golden Globe 2020 yeah I mean, I have, speech, some, you know? I have some runner-ups, but they're both, like, ridiculous, like, to be funny, not, like, yeah. actual yeah. Like, moments. But, yes, it was, it was like, out of a movie. It honestly mm-hmm. was. It was just so, like, she didn't falter at all. She knew exactly what she wanted to say. Yeah. And let us have it. I mean, when she's, she's standing up there visibly pregnant, talking about, like, the right to have an abortion and, like, the right, you know, like, I, I feel like that was really meaningful. And I feel like when she said you know, to women to vote in their own interest and men have been doing it all, you know, for all this time. And that's why the world looks like this. I was like, that is a fucking, Oh, give her a Patricia Arquette. You have enough globes. Give her one. I know. know, Like it, it, give her another one. It just, I, I loved it. I, I, I feel like if you are going to make a moment of this, of this platform, you know, minute of time you have, this is how you do it. Yeah, and there's a, there's just a tone to what she was saying, and not even tone of voice, like, but it was just, uh, like Meryl and the Devil Wears Prada, like it's just mm-hmm. it's like understated and it's direct and it's deliberate and it's it's fervent enough, like to to know that she really does mean business and like sit down and shut up and listen yeah. to what I have to say because I know what I'm talking about here, women. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she she practically was like, I carried you through charity. Oh. <laughs> one phone call. One phone call in your house. She holds that nickel up. <laughs> Cheetah Rivera's quivering in the corner. Right. Cheetah Rivera on the steps during the argument. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, yes. I feel like that was such a, like, it was such a great moment. And I... Um, I love what Michelle Williams is becoming in, like, the entertainment world, you know? Yeah, I hope everyone is... I mean, first of all, just watch Fosse Verdon, if we haven't mm. said that, you know, 6,000 times already, too. But uh, she's incredible. She's an incredible yeah. human being and uh, an actress, too. And I... Where's her Oscar? Am I right, ladies? Right? I yeah. mean, it's... I feel like that's inevitable. I feel like it... 
I mean, she was nominated for like the My Week with Marilyn and Manchester by the Sea. Like she's gotten Blue Valentine, she, Blue yes. Valentine. Like she's. I feel like it's just it's like Amy Adams. You know, it's just like okay, when when's it gonna bite? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I love that. Yeah, I love that this role was like one of those roles that like yes yeah, sweeps the awards. Yeah, that anytime she's nominated, she wins. You know? Yes. Um, I feel like. I don't know if this is accurate, but I've been getting the impression that that's similar for Patricia Arquette for the act. Now, have you seen the act? No. And I, I said before, too, that it looks... What adjective did I just use? I can't remember. Uh, painful or something. It looks painful mm. because, like, <clears throat> if there's one thing I can't handle is, like, when someone is being held against their will in a movie and, like, they're locked in a room or, like, stuck mm. in a house and no one knows they're there. I, I guess it's just because it's, like, a huge fear of mine to just be abducted mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. be in that situation. But I just think it's, like... And obviously the story ends a little bit differently uh, in, in this case, too. But, like, for anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't know about it, it's basically, like, a mother-daughter... And the, the mother's like, is she poisoning her to make her think that she has cancer, like, slowly, so she does feel, like, ill? And it's a very similar... I think it's all, yeah. like, just power of suggestion. I think she just... And I don't know all the oh. details, but, like, literally, it's just like, yeah, it just... I don't think she was ever sick at all, or, or... I don't know the whole story, and I know there's a documentary out there, and maybe I should just watch the act and just... Maybe she's great in it, um, but... It's, yeah, so I mean, it, I don't know, it's just one of those things where, like, when I would see, like, kind of the the Hulu ads for it, and I would see kind of, like, you know, Joey King and that little getup, and I was like, I just don't want to watch this. I just, like, don't want to spend time with these sad people. You know, like, that was the feeling, you know? Uh, Did you Um, know, did you see the Trixie Mattel dressed up as Joey King's character for Halloween? It is... (laughs) something so google that later because it is oh yeah she came out in a wheelchair it was a whole bit i don't know what song she did but i'm sure i hope it's something just perfect you know yeah like that's the kind of drag i'm here for oh absolutely any day Uh, Um, but um, i heard like joey king was actually a little bit more of the standout than patricia arquette but joey king lost like everything because a lot of times that they were in the same category or you know just got overlooked yeah, I don't even think she was no. Well, well, she and yeah, she was losing to Michelle Williams and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so I am keen to see you know what all the huff huff is about for the for the act. Um. I. I mean, Tony Collette was nominated for Unbelievable. I didn't finish Unbelievable, but I felt like. I love Tony Collette, but. There was something a little heavy-handed about that character. I just, like, couldn't... Did you watch any of it? No, I watched the pilot, and yet it kind of goes with what we were saying before. I was like, I don't know if I want to get invested in this. It's like the story is so important, and, like, I'm so glad it exists. Um, but I was just like, I, I think Keon and I were, like, in the mood for a comedy, and we turned that on instead. So we're like, I don't know about this. Mm, uh, and that first episode is hard. It is. It's hard. And, uh, yeah. But anyways, go yeah. on. Um, yeah, I, so obviously, yeah, Tony Collette's character doesn't come into like the third episode. Yeah. And there was just, it felt, maybe she has some moments where it all, where I, maybe I'm judging just like a, a portion of her performance in terms of the entire series, but you know, she's supposed to be like this tough detective and like everything about it was so on the nose, tough female detective yeah. that I was just like, oh, I've been down this road before. I'm good. You know, yeah. Olivia it's, Coleman and Broadchurch. 
Yeah, I mean, like, exactly. If I wanted a tough female detective, I would just get Olivia Coleman, but she's too busy, you know, playing the Queen England. So, <laughs> uh, so next, yeah. So I, um, that being said, uh, Helena Bottom Carter was also nominated from The Crown, and she's doing a lot, like, BSA, like, quintessential BSA work on yeah, The Crown. She's, she's good. She's great. Yeah. yeah. I have not watched it yet. It's on my list, on my infinite list. It's, you know, and it's a slower moving thing, but, like, you learn a lot, and there's definitely, like, Olivia Coleman, it's yeah, it she, we'll get to her, but she she deserved to win. Yes. Um I I think Chernobyl maybe falls under the category of like, I don't think I want to put myself through this. Yeah, and we sound like a couple of downers here, just but the, I don't know. I just like to be happy and laugh, and I also love a good, like, tumultuous story. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh it seems like it I feel like I know what I'm signing up for for that, and I don't know if I'm ready for it. It's on HBO, right? Or not? It's on HBO. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, I don't know. I feel like this is running theme, right? Of like, I don't know, maybe now, right now, I just don't need to bring in Chernobyl. I think we, I think I'm all, I'm all good here if I want like uh, world-class devastation. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, it's... I have read it. I can go eat the news, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, it makes sense to be like, yeah, I don't really need to watch Chernobyl right now. Yeah. Um, maybe later. So Emma Wa- Emily Watson was nominated from that. And, of course, Meryl Streep for Big Little Lies. I would not have been disappointed to see her win. I think just for that thing she does with a little crucifix on her chin, oh, yeah. she should have won. Yeah. The scream. Yeah. The scream. Uh, uh, yeah. And I and I think I actually still have, like, one episode left of season two. Oh, okay. So I feel like I there's, like, still some Meryl moments that I haven't seen. Yeah. There's a um, little bit in, in the last episode, I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was Best Supporting Actress in a series limited series or motion picture made for television um let's scoot on up to <clears throat> pardon me let's scoot on up to best actress by an actress in a television series musical or comedy congratulations phoebe waller bridge phoebe waller bridge winning awards for a show that had the equivalent of another show's one season in terms of 12 episodes yes uh will not be coming back um, and was on Amazon Prime, and uh, like I, I just it, I think it's just like incredible, like a show that is not going to like ride the high of this Golden Globe. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of like letting it launch their third season or whatever to be even bigger, like is won all the awards. You know what I mean? I, I just think that's to me, it's like it it feels like recognition of um, talent over like business or story you know yeah which i love i mean mm-hmm. i'm always rooting for her too it it is kind of one of those things it's like it felt like the emmys were just yesterday and i was like oh yeah phoebe Waller. like right it's her year she's like, gonna win yeah 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 i kind of forgot she won everything it was like oh is there more for her to win okay yeah so, right. it's like when breaking bad ended and then like a year later they were still winning emmys i was like mm-hmm. all right anna gun have a seat yeah yeah have <laughs> but a we're, seat. we're glad for you <laughs> yeah uh, but i i wasn't as um you know, jaded about Phoebe Waller-Bridge because it's still pretty fresh, obviously, too. Um, ooh, there was something I was going to say. Oh, right after, this is one of my runner-ups for the BSAs. I I thought of you and I almost texted you, but it's like such a weird moment, but a, a beautiful one. After Fleabag won Best Comedy Series, there was a moment where they went to commercial break and they had at least, I don't know, maybe three or four seconds of just Tony Collette 
dancing in the aisles. And she <laughs> was living her best life. And I screamed. I was like, did everyone uh, just see Tony Collette? She was just uh, like, it made me happy. Because I think yeah. at that point she had lost... And she was just dancing with like, I don't know, whoever was sitting next to her. And it was mm-hmm. it was a joy. Yeah, she could just relax and enjoy the show now. Yeah, she kick didn't have off to give her a speech. Shoes. She yeah. could just get drunk, take her shoes off. You know, it, it's not like the Oscars that she didn't get nominated for for oh, Hereditary. I know, I know. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't begrudge Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, I, I think that Fleabag is a great show. I think it's one that I'll go back and watch again in like a year. Like I need a little bit of time away from it. Yeah, um, absolutely. In terms of the other nominees, I feel like Dead to Me is like sitting on my list waiting for me to fall in love Ooh, with it. It's a nice weekend watch if you okay. have the time. I think mm-hmm. it's it's nice. I think you'll love it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I love Christina Applegate. I just, yeah, I, I, I'll watch her. If she's in something, I'm like, okay, all right. Well, she's what, great. She and Linda Cardellini, yeah. she's killing it. It's yeah, just, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think I watched maybe the first episode, the first twenty minutes. So I was like, okay, I get a sense of what this is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, did you watch um, Russian Doll? No, I didn't. I didn't either. And I just it's another show where, and you know what this this I think is also a product of we are in a time of a glut of content, and so we can very easily say I just don't want to watch that show because yeah. I have so much else to watch. It's it's a female driven show starring Natasha Lyonne, and you know it's like if it was Slimmer Pickens, I, of course I'd watch it. You know, yeah, we sound like two like kings sitting on the throne, like just with desserts all around us. Like I couldn't possibly eat, you know, the toffee right. pudding in front of us. Right. Sticky right. toffee pudding. Um, uh, but, I couldn't possibly have a Russian doll. I'm all <laughs> full of flea bag. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it there's. A, I think I was talking. I don't know to Keon or other friends last week. I was like, there. It really is so much, and it's such a great. Pro- I'm not complaining, but it, it does. You know, even with podcasts like this, like it's such such a part of who I am and what I have to talk about that I do feel a little behind in a way that you have to make these like split decisions. Like, mm-hmm. all right, am I going to rewatch the last picture show for my podcast or am I going to like right. binge watch Chernobyl? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's, <laughs> yeah, there's so much I have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I guess you know, um, I don't know. And then sometimes it's like, it's also like a mental energy thing of like, especially new stuff. I'm like, uh, I don't have it in the bank to like get into a new thing. Same. My, my uh, tolerance for TV shows, which I don't know what that is a product of. It's like, I don't know, but I, I started watching the Mandalorian when I was sick mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend too. And it, it's great. And baby Yoda mm-hmm. is, I mean, he's just adorable or yeah, she, we I don't know yet. Or at least <clears throat> I don't know yet. Yeah, I uh, I don't think I'll watch it. I'm not much of a Star Wars person, yeah. and I just feel like it's like there's so much there. It's probably easier or better to just let it be and go yeah. watch other things. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. I I'm not as excited or committed or willing to commit really. Like I'm always kind of the the my sort of tell or not tell, but a uh, sign that I'm not interested is if I pick up my phone. Am I picking mm-hmm. up my phone or am I? You know, is it in the other room and I don't even care that it's there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh, I felt that way uh, about actually, you know, one of the other nominees. I felt that way about On Becoming a God in Central Florida, where yeah. it was a show that I was like, oh, I'm excited about this. I want to see this. This is a plot line I'd be into. And then it just 
I don't know if you've noticed this. It's not that I've watched a, a lot of Showtime shows, but Showtime shows sometimes have this feeling that I'm really like, it's just like, I don't know. I always think, ugh, it, it, it's like, remember that show Californication? Yeah, I get what you're it's saying. Like yeah, stuff it's like I'm a just film like, over ugh. it, but it's like there's, this. Ugh, there's yeah. a film over it. Yeah. Yes, that HBO movies don't have. Yeah. Or shows don't have, you know? And I know that's so like, I don't know. It's such a w- weird way to judge a show, but there was just something about it that just felt a, like a little shallow. You know, I think like Nurse Jackie was like the rare exception of a Showtime show that like it got a little deeper. You know, uh, to the point that like I, I didn't feel like it was stricken with Showtime so Showtime syndrome. You know, yeah. Weeds was also on Showtime, and was Dexter on Showtime? It was okay. So those are also two. Or, like, now three exceptions to the rules. But I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to, mm-hmm. de- like, prove your theory wrong either. I'm just trying to, like, scramble and remember where, the, you know, where they're Yeah, from. I mean, like, I feel like The Big C was a Showtime show. That's and a the good first example se- of it, though, yeah. Yeah, the first season was great. And then it got really showtime Or, like, Shameless. Oh, that's such a Showtime show. <laughs> uh, the eye roll Colin gave right now was epic. <laughs> Such a Showtime show. Such a Showtime show. I just can't. Uh, so, yeah. So, I feel like this just had that, like, that veneer of Showtime. Yeah. I don't know why this... Well, I do know why it entered my head, too. It's like, I was thinking about snubs. Number one, mm. Shit's Creek wasn't nominated for anything. There's not too much Ugh. to say other than that, like, that it should have been nominated. But I rewatched... Mm-hmm. Um, when I was sick, I rewatched almost all of Pen Fifteen again, and it oh. was my second viewing because I've only mm-hmm. watched it all the way through once. But I've seen, you know, my favorite episodes like sixty times, like right. And it's just great. I was like, why? I know. Isn't I know. this getting more? I. It makes me crazy that people aren't just like gushing over this. And maybe it's because it yeah. is a. I'm a product of that generation, and it may it can I connect with it so much, so I get it, but. I think there's just – yeah, I mean I'm sure that's part of it is like I understand – I understand the nuances of it really well. Yeah. And like so I – and like they're they're doing it so well and I'm able to kind of like hold up the receipts and be like, yeah, this is spot on. Yeah. Both in like the references but also like the emotional landscape and like it just – I don't know. But that, then it's like even if you don't get the references like – the fact that they're doing it so well should still be worth something, you know? Oh, yeah. I just listened to your Matreon episode about it, uh, you and Johnny, mm. and it's it's mm. everything. I, I was talking to myself in the kitchen, be like, yep, that's it. They got it. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it again. I don't remember what oh, we great. talked about. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Um I just wanted you know, to take I mean, a quick tangent there. Sorry, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, it, it made me realize that, like... Put it in the Westons, you know? Like, oh, I know. I I really think we are going to have, we are going to do at some point in early 2020, we're going to do a proper Westons. It's just going to be an episode of the, it's just going to be an episode of BSP. And yes. we're going to have, you know, like, yeah, best, um, you know, best TV show, comedy or musical, Pen15, you know? Yeah, and all the nominees have to be female. Female and only oh, nominees, yeah. Female only nominees. We don't, we, we have like, it's sort of like how they have like a Cecil B. DeMille like special award. We'll have like, oh, and here's like a Best Supporting Actor award. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I would love to make that list. The idea of making that list and the nominees. I feel like Lady Watch did that. Like the Lady Awards. Like mm. I, I feel like they did that. 
And I always I'm, loved listening to those episodes. So same, same. Yeah. So I mean, so we are. I mean, and you and I are the only voters, which is great. I think yeah. that's how they did it on Lady. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are also going to be the only voters. Oh, yeah. no, I think they put it up on a website. That sounds tricky, though. I don't know. I'm uh, excited. Anyway. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am going to start ordering the flower arrangements <laughs> now. <laughs> Just to scatter around while we record so I can feel good. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, so we are uh, we are scooting and scotting around. I don't need to talk about Rachel Brosnahan and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because I refuse to watch that show. Oh. <gasps> Colin. I know. I know. I that know. makes sense. No. That makes sense. I watched like the first few episodes and I appreciated it. And I thought that the husband was really hot. And yes. I thought that she was like, I got it. Like I got what she was doing. And then like Alex Borstein showed up and I was like, oh, look at that cabbie hat. She's a lesbian. And it was all fine. And and then it was like three episodes in. I was like, oh, enough already. Enough. And I just like stopped watching. I will say, I will say that I, we're, we just started season three actually last night. And it is a show that I will like in my mind, not physically, just sort of like, you know, lie on the floor and pound my wrist and like throw a tantrum that I don't want to watch it. I was like, this show, you know, I don't want to watch this. And Keon suggested it. And I'm always like, I don't know. But then once I sit down, I fucking love it. And it's not like <laughs> pen 15 level love. It's mm-hmm. just like the show is so gorgeous to watch. Like mm-hmm. if anything, and also like, um, Marin Hinkle, who plays her mother, is my favorite character. Like, there is no one else. Like, I think it's tough. I think I was talking to someone. It's tough to do a show about a stand-up comedian because the stand-up has to be funny. But it isn't the funniest part of the show. Like, the Mm stand-up is good, but I'm never, like, laughing out loud at it. But it's serviceable, I guess, to what needs to be happening. But all the really, truly funny stuff or enjoyable stuff is happening when she's not doing the stand-up, which maybe is the point. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one day I'll watch sure. it. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad to know that you don't want to watch it and yeah. then you do. It so makes me feel better. Yeah. It feels yeah. like that party that you really don't want to go to. It's God, like a friend yes. that's like, uh, I guess I'll go. And then when you go, you have a good time. You have some yeah. drinks. You have some mm-hmm. laughs. Mm-hmm. And then you go to bed. That's like every party I go to. I always go through, oh, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Oh, God. Like It's raining. Oh, uh, it's raining. Oh, outside. it might rain. Oh, I don't know. I think my toe hurts. I can't. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, oh, God. It's just like <laughs> social anxiety. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, speaking of things that I do want more of, uh, best performance by an actress in a television series drama let's talk about these nominees and one miss olivia coleman winning for the crown yeah a stacked category stacked category i mean i have not seen the morning show so i don't know if jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon are doing amazing work yeah i actually take that back i heard that was like hot garbage but some people like it so i don't know that is like a and maybe I'll maybe some people love it. I don't know, but I haven't really heard a lot about yeah. that. And they're both great, but it just uh, seems whatever. And um, it reminds me of like you know, where'd you go, Bernadette? Something like yeah. That. It's like we need Jennifer Aniston and Reese here. 
Yeah. 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 What, what's this Apple TV, though, where it's like, what, I, I talk about know. things that are not here. It's, it, I think that's the problem. It's like, well, I can't watch this show. So, yeah. Because I don't have Apple TV. Yeah. So. I'd rather see Sandra O oh swapped in there for Killing Eve. Like, what's happening yeah. there? She won, um, like, last year. Yeah, so I uh, I have I've before, only seen like the first episode of Killing Eve, okay. and that's another show where it's like because there's a wealth of things to watch. It's like, well, yeah, of course, like this is women and it's Sandra Oh and it's great, but it's just like uh, I just things can get voted off the island very easily. So like I think maybe John told me it was like, oh well, it is kind of violent. I was like, all right, well, put it on the shelf. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of I mean because in the title there's a lot of killing, but. Hmm. I don't watch it, but I watch it through Keon. I'm sure other couples do this. Like if so, cause there are shows we agree on and there are shows that we don't agree on and he'll watch mm-hmm. his shows and I will maybe like, you know, come in and just like sit on the couch for a moment and like steal some of his chips and then keep walking. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But yeah. there's some great Sandra O oh moments. I've caught them. She's incredible. She mm. totally deserved. Did she win last year for killing Eve? A I think Globe? she did. But she lost she the Emmy, Emmy to Jody. Jody Coma yeah. won. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I need this. I need this to be something where I can just catch some Sandra O oh moments. Yeah, yes. if anything yeah. else, I think that would probably yeah. be the one I'd put at the top of your list. But mm, it is violent, okay. so I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> all right, well, you know, um, yeah, that's all right. Uh, now, Nicole Kidman nominated for Big Little Lies. I, I think that, I think that she's good in Big Little Lies. I didn't really love Big Little Lies. Okay, I. I kind of felt like the second season, I mean, granted it gave us Meryl, but I was like, okay, we are, we're really like watering down the juice here, you know, like we're really stretching this out to get this story. There, there didn't seem to be enough story to, to justify a whole second season. Sure. I mean, I, I didn't think I said it on Squirrel Friends too, that we didn't really need it. But then once it happened, I was, I think, yeah, you kind of hit, I mean, I did watch it and I was always excited to watch it. And Mm. I was never uh, dissatisfied, but I was never mm-hmm. as satisfied as, as I was the first season. Um, mm-hmm. The whole plot, I needed more Zoe Kravitz. I thought she was like severely underused. She was just like walking on a beach the entire season two. Oh. And like, I really needed, yeah. they, she kind of had her moment towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that relationship with the mother was very interesting. And I wish I didn't, I, w- I wanted to see more of that actually. So, but I agree. Nicole Kidman, fine. Uh, Laura Dern we saw enough of you know Renata in the first season and her plot line in season two isn't as great it was actually mm. like the Reese show I feel like they Reese Witherspoon like with her and Adam yeah yeah what's and his I, face you know Adam Driver or I know Adam Ooh. Adam whatever Adam Scott Adam Scott yeah um yeah I you know Big Little Lies I I watched the first season and I I felt myself getting hooked and then I felt myself falling out of it I mean, the opening credits are too long. First of all, <laughs> they're way too long. The music, like the the show, is just it's so it's so just like this like fifty two like, year old white guy being like, oh, I know how to make it cool, you yeah. know? It's like it's just like a enough. Monterey, yeah, Monterey, cool songs, yeah. moms in SUVs, sunglasses. It's just yeah. stop, you know? Like I I. I guess that's that's you know it was it was a bit like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel where after a while I was like okay enough enough with the Jane Chapman enough I hate her son I can't stand that kid Ziggy oh Ziggy's so cute oh, I actually Ziggy. really love Ziggy sorry Ugh. I'm Team Ziggy Ugh. and just you know the 
the oh god, I could go on about how I did not like Amabella. 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 That's like the most. That is like the perfect name for that girl. Yeah. No, that was that that I thought that was genius. Was yeah. solid. I mean, to me, the best part about Big Little Lies is the therapist. Oh, I mean, I want to see Ann Dowd and that woman play like sisters in something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would love that. Oh, I want to see Same them energy. Like, ugh. I want to see them sisters like fighting over like a dead parent's stuff <laughs> yeah that's what i want to see i love it um <laughs> i have to say one of keon's biggest pet peeves are credits that are too long so he will he's going to be very pleased that yeah. you said that it's... we would always fast forward and he'd be like harumph and he'd hit the like <laughs> skip credits button yeah that is his biggest was... joy in life and it was never enough we're always still driving it's just i know like, yeah. enough um <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Just uh, okay. So well, congratulations, Olivia Coleman. Much deserved. Totally yeah, recommend love it. Love you, girl. Um, I, I, and she's great. Like again, oh, the, it, it, the speech is just yeah. I love it. She's like, I, I really didn't expect this to happen, and I got my got a little drunk. So <laughs> uh, she's yeah. just heaven. She, she yeah. really is. I could watch her. Why isn't Why isn't she hosting? I said that like six times last night. I was like, right? why? Like Amy Poehler? Or why? Or uh anyone tiffany haddish get her up there make Seriously. some jokes i would have been fine with that Ugh, where yeah. are the women where are the women where are the women just like where are the women yeah, yeah. olivia coleman is host yeah oh um, i would die it was like die. an snl skit and just her doing like oh ah, mm, and like putting her finger on yeah, her lips oh, oh i should oh oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh did i forget that oh it's just <laughs> yep. okay then all right Oh, all right, I'm gonna open the envelope now. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> oh, it would be great. Um, anyway, I think that I think we've covered every category except our namesake herself. Wow. I think it is time. Uh, alas, Margot Robbie was nominated for Bombshell. Haven't seen it. Don't know if it was if if she, you know, was robbed. Sure. Annette Benning was nominated playing Diane Feinstein in the report. Haven't watched that either. Uh, Kathy Bates and Richard Newell haven't seen it yet. Obviously, J-Lo and Hustlers, I think that she was probably like the second most likely to win. Sure, I'd agree. Um, I mean, I'm happy for Laura Dern and even more so after Little, Little Women because she was just so wonderful in Little Women. Yeah. So I'm happy that she has a Golden Globe this year, but I, I'm going to watch it again and just watch her scenes and see if I'm missing something, you know? Yeah. I I think it's worth it. Keon has not seen it yet, so I would mm. love to watch it with him. And because um, most of the time, when I'm just you know, at any party we've been at at the last in the last three weeks since I've seen, I was like, "Have you seen the Dern?" Like I just like I'm outraged. <laughs> the Dern. I'm like she's, you know, she's supposed to be winning. I'm just shouting and spilling my drink everywhere. Right, right. Yeah, and I just over don't the peanuts. get it. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't. And I we said it before like at this point it's like we're exhausting ourselves really like we still love laura we don't think that she's undeserving it's just one of those uh one of those years and i think we just have to settle in and yeah. just accept that she's probably gonna win would i love to see an upset of course absolutely yeah uh, um i don't think that laura Dern's won an oscar before though so that's be not cool to see her. yeah no yeah you know, oscar awesome. winner laura Dern. it's just it it's that thing we've said before of like you know i would just love to see her win for a different performance yeah and it just makes me think of the annette bennings and the amy mm-hmm. adams it's like all like not that like 
who knock it out of the park almost every time. And it's, it's, and I'm not saying that Laura Dern isn't good. It's fine. Yeah. It's just not the role. It's just the whistle tones were not, not happening. Yeah. It's like, and imagine being Annette Benning, where like, I feel like she's won some golden globes. Yeah. She has to have. Um, well, the kids are all right. I feel like she won for, oh yeah. She, she's been nominated in the comedy category. Yeah. Yeah. She got nominated, uh, Nine times she's won twice. I think being Julia was, um, that was like the one where everyone thought Annette Benning was going to win, yeah. um, and she uh, did not. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, no, she won the Golden Globe for it, but she didn't win the Oscar. Yeah. Uh, but that was Oscar, like, yeah. oh, everyone thought, oh, she's going to get it, and that was two thousand four. So I don't know who beat her out. Wasn't it like Million Dollar Baby? Oh. Was it Hillary Swank? Because well, that was like a, I feel like that was a running gag on Lady Watch. Very Lady Watch heavy episode this uh, yeah. tonight. But uh, uh, yes, you are correct, sir. Yes. It, ding, ding, so, ding, 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 ding goes the trolley. That was the year that Hillary Swank won for Million Dollar Baby. Um, oh, that gosh, Best Actress is always interesting. That was the year that uh, Imelda Staunton was nominated for Vera Drake, and she has just this incredible face journey. Oh. I watched that after that in the details episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, oh, God, it's so good. Where she just um, knows why she just the knows. are there. Oh. And then Kate Winslet nominated for Eternal Sunshine. Uh, did you see, do you remember that movie Maria Full of Grace? No. Oh, I remember that. I remember seeing that. It was like a, about a sort of, um, drug i don't want to say drug mule i feel like that's an offensive term but people who are swallowing condoms of cocaine and bringing them into the united states um and so that was intense there was this whole like airplane scene that i feel like people who've seen that movie they're like oh god the airplane scene who i don't even want to know yeah it's i don't want to see that i yeah um and yeah annette benning was nominated for being julia and did not win so Yikes. I spend so much time looking at Best Supporting Actress. I forget there's a Best Actress category. I know. It's Ugh. the plight of... Uh... I want to mention real quick, even though this isn't like a Best um, Supporting Actress, I want to mention that there was a female composer that won for Joker for yes. Best Original Score. And I just think that that's such a male-dominated category that I was mm-hmm. super... Her name is Hildur Gutnard Otir. That's the best that I could do. I'm sorry, Hildur. Um, yeah. But... Charming little speech, charming gal. She seemed great. And yeah. I just want to give her a nod as well. I kind of, even though it's such a bro movie, I kind of want to see Joker anyway, just because I kind of want to see what's going on there. But Same. I'm like, it's kind of fun to know, ooh, she did that music. Yeah, it was you great. Know? It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great to see. Well, so anyways, I mean, an interesting yeah. kind of sampling of what we might be seeing at the Oscars. Um and uh yeah i mean i i i think for the mere sake of like i don't know wanting to see variety i i hope there's at least one or two like huge surprises in terms of nominations at least you know yeah i think that the sort of like it's anyone's game that i had going into this and maybe thought on the other side of it could still have that same feeling going into the Oscars is a little bit like diminished after this. Cause I was like, mm. Oh man, it's like who everyone said was going to win yeah. and the writings on the wall sort of situation. So like, I mean, I didn't love that 
Olivia Coleman won last year in Be Glenn Close, but I also did love it. It's like such a, I'm still like meditating upon that to this yeah. day. Yeah. Um, but that it was a huge shock. So like to have something like, you know, JLo or I don't know, Adam Driver beating Joaquin or I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Saoirse Ronan winning for Little Women. God, right. can you imagine? Oh. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, not that I want to clamp off award season talk, but I do think that would be a fabulous transition for what I wish was more award season talk, which is Little Women, which yes. is... Uh, so So we discussed this in our last episode that you were singing the praises of Little Women, um, and I was like, okay, well, then I guess I'll see it. And to be honest, I would not have seen it if you didn't sell it because Ugh. I would have just assumed I would have been like, well, I, I'm sure it's really good. It's just not going to be my cup of soup, you know? Sure. And, uh, I'm glad you told me that it was told kind of non-linearly like that mm-hmm. helped me going in because they don't, if you don't know what's going on, it's like, what the fuck? It takes a minute to be like, okay, okay, I got it. I got what's going on here. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like if you know the story or if you've even like seen the nineties version, like, the nonlinear is not as um, it. You kind of it, you appreciate it in a different way, you know, because it's Absolutely. like if at the very beginning you you're watching Joe go home to see Beth, and you know it's like well you already know what what's going to happen. Oh so, no, that I love that whole sequence. Yeah, I I I loved it. I really loved Ugh, it. I'm so I, glad. Just tell me everything. So <laughs> I, it was like. I mean, it's a beautiful movie. It's just, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It, like, it, I think the the scene that made me, like, <gasps> was when they were on the beach. Like, the the establishing shot of them on the beach, I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. Like, the, the set piece of this is incredible. Greta Gerwig is just, like, she's someone where, like, anything from now on that she directs, I'm going to watch, you know? Yeah, and uh, not nominated, Colin, for Best Director. It's crazy. Like, it's yeah. just crazy for, like, what she accomplished. It's nuts. I mean, uh, acting-wise, which is, you know, my forte, I I think Saoirse Ronan is the next Meryl Streep or yeah. equivalent of. I really think that, um, you know, we are, yeah, we're in this interesting time where we get to see Saoirse Ronan's career take off, you know? Yeah. And there's these moments where, like, she did look older and you're like, Oh wow. Like you were going to just continue to be like an interesting actress, you know, like yeah. it was like a, a glimpse into the future because she's just going to, you know, she's incredible. Like she's just so good. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I love, I love her. I think she's, I think she's great. And then there's Florence Pugh. Oh, I, she is. Okay. So obviously I'd seen her in midsummer and I was already in love with her. And so, yes. God, I don't know what it is about her. She's just like captivating and is so best supporting actress. Like she just she's gay whistle tones. She's it's it's like the you were saying like the way that she kind of like speaks like there's and and there is a little bit you should I would recommend seeing Midsummer and just kind of like maybe like watch it with Keon and like he could watch the first 15 minutes and then you can come in and eat the chips because um <laughs> yeah. it's it's it, it you get so much Florence Pugh acting at a 27. And oh, I, I just think seeing the glimpses of it in Little Women, like when her face would break a little bit, it's like, oh man, you should see Midsummer because she just like 
loses her shit so many times and she's so good at it. Yeah. Um, so like it's worth it. But the scene where Lori is like about to kind of profess his love and she's like, no, no, we're not doing this. Not now. Oh. Not, not after I've been in love with you. Like the way she did that. I, I just, it's the moment. It's the moment. It's the moment she wanted for me. And I, I think that moment, that scene is a great example of taking like a story and a setting and a time and like an aesthetic that could feel a little detached or could feel a little stuffy or not feel emotionally informed. Like she in particular made it feel very fresh and like very new and very modern, but not anachronistic, you know? Yeah, there is something about like she almost has this sort of like masculine quality and I say that mm-hmm. in like the best of circumstances. I think there's something about because I'm trying to figure out like you were saying before like what you didn't say what is it, but it is kind of that like what this is the first thing I've ever seen her in and I mm-hmm. knew that she was getting buzz and like she was kind of like the breakout star and like yeah, I from the moment she was on stage on stage <laughs> In my mind, she yeah. was on stage. The stage yeah. of my mind, yeah. I know. At the West I was in the attic with them. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Trying on dresses. I was yeah. hiding in the other chest next to Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, captivating and like, in in the best way. And like, I I'm so curious to like when you eventually. There's no rush for this too to like to watch the 1994 version mm. because it is just it is night and day. The amount of like. I don't want to say the amount of thought put into that character because the, it exists, but it's like it is an entirely different Amy, a, a trajectory of Amy, excuse me. Because mm-hmm. um, Kirsten Dunst plays her when she's young and then another actress plays her when she's older. Right. Um, and there's no nothing, like that, that scene does not exist in the earlier version. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very keen to watch it now and, and like have that point of comparison. Yeah. Like I was thinking, oh, like, I think knowing Winona Ryder plays Joe, I'm, I'm, I also like, I fully understand why you love Joe so much as a character. I just just love her. My heart. I was just like, Joe. I mean, when it's, it's been this meme on Twitter now of like people posting like, you know, um, who are the best actors? And it's a clip of Joe saying women. Oh, uh, in the I attic. retweeted it today on our BSA pod account. So way ahead of you, Mary, way ahead of you. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. Someone tagged us. I should probably give them a shout out. I have to. Because oh, I didn't really realize was... that. That's okay. Yeah. I saw oh. it earlier this evening. I didn't even see that. I oh, like... I love it. I love that. Like it, it's already on the radar. It's already on the feed. That was so funny to me. I was like, this, this is my meme for any, anything. I just want her saying women. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I'm going to give a shout out. Your name is much better with an exclamation point. Much more amusing is the handle. And, mm. uh, he tagged us in that. He just said very BSA pod. That's all he wrote. Oh, I, oh, I I'm so, well, so, I think thank I, you. I think I know who that is. I think he's he's a, a Mary as well. Oh, he's a Mary. Yes, he follows yeah. both you and, and Johnny as well. Oh yeah, he's great. Oh no, he's great. He's good. He's good listening. Um, ah, uh, yeah. I think that is so funny. Uh, I, uh, yeah, Florence Pugh. I just I keep thinking. Oh, like as as you are keen to have me watch the 1994 Little Women, I am keen for you to watch Midsummer. All right, deal. It's, 
I know it's scary. And I feel like if you watched it just for like her acting and like you could kind of like you could even find some clips on YouTube if you don't really care about like seeing I could probably curate some clips that like I know won't have anything like scary in them because there's definitely one scene that like there's nothing scary in it. But she's just like it's it's mm, yeah, I'll 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 make a jump scares or is it just like gross? Um, no. So there is, there's no jump scares. Cause I think I can handle it. I think I might, I'll definitely watch it during the day. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it with Keon. Yeah. The opening. Snacks. So like, there's like, like there's like a terrible thing that happens in her life, not to her okay. that kind of like sets things off. And it just has some like really like fucked up visuals of like, okay. oh, like a, that like kind of still haunt me. So wow. that I kind of feel like me, I don't know. It's up to you if you want to put yourself through it. Maybe you could like look up what it is or I could just okay. tell you. Um, and then after that, there is one scene that is very violent. It, okay. It's, it's not, the old people scene. It's the old like, people scene. Yes, okay. it's the old people Which, scene. Yeah, because I've listened to your episode. So I, I feel like that prepped me a little bit. Too, okay, so. yes. So that is the only, that's like the worst of it. After that, it's kind of just like Rosemary's Baby level of intensity. Okay. Yeah. I could handle it. Um, it's long, able to. Okay. but I mean, you're going to be just like swimming you're going to be in love with like Florence Pugh's crying face. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Because I loved a lot of it. I love the moment where um, uh, Lori and Amy come back from Fran- or Paris and she sees Joe for the first time. And mm. Lori has just told Joe that they're married, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of clunky the way that they scripted that. He's like, well, my wife, you know, oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That was the only part where I was like, that was not the best moment but other than that and then they just like look at each other and like i don't know sisters uh it's complicated siblings are complicated too so it's just interesting to watch that the two of them have that moment uh what did you think of meryl i'm sorry that's a no that's a great question no a meryl uh i i mean she's great like meryl can do no wrong yeah i think and i'm thinking about meryl in this and then Meryl in Big Little Lies. And I think Meryl, because she's Meryl, you know, as Tom Hanks said, one of those one, you know, one name people. And I love that he said Sally Field. And I know it's two names, but it's basically one name because that everybody says Sally Field. Right. That was, yes. I was like, even Tom Hanks knows we all say Sally Field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. <laughs> even he says it. And so um, I, uh, I feel like because Meryl is Meryl, it's hard for her to disappear into a role, you know? Yeah. And, this one, it it felt a little bit like Meryl Streep in drag versus Meryl in Big Little Lies, where it was like this real transformation into this woman. Sure. I think that Meryl was having a great time, and she was really funny, and she, like, didn't miss a beat. But it's, um, it was like, part of me was like, I don't know if you're old enough for this yet, oh. Meryl. I don't know if this is your role yet. I don't think you need to be playing this role. I think... Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I I felt like she didn't read. I felt like they had to, like, really, like, you know, age her. Okay. To make That's this fair. role work. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, who we would cast. I was like, too. one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of who, um, who I would want in that role. But I, uh, I mean, I just kept thinking. I don't know. For some reason, I keep thinking, like, I don't know if you know who this actress is, but... <laughs> 
she's not and i i think she might still be alive but i just keep thinking like oh it should have been like joan plowright <laughs> i don't know oh, i know <laughs> i know dame joan plowright if that's yeah. what you were trying to say yes that's who i'm talking about <laughs> isn't she blind didn't she go blind yeah i think she did she's in that the 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 dames who brun the dames oh, who lunch when, which was a delight i haven't Anyone seen it yet my friend oh told i me think it's you on should hulu a now, lovely so. afternoon watch it yeah. kind of like drags a little bit but it's still just great okay i know dame joan Plowright from i think i talked about this either on this podcast or squirrel friends from dennis the menace i thought you were gonna say dennis the menace me too oh, wait she could have won an oscar for that yeah no we I'm talked concerned. about this yeah she had a whole monologue oh, or something oh. it's beautiful winkin blinkin and nod mm. uh she Oh, she's beautiful in that movie, and I, oh. I will, I will remember her forever. I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm sure that clips on YouTube. Just, yeah. just watch that. That's all you need. Yeah, you don't have to endure the all the like Walter Christopher Matthau, Lloyd, Walter. You know, it's the hobo by the river. Yeah, Walter Matthau. Um. So anyway, Little Women. So that's so Meryl. Yeah, that was my thoughts on Meryl. I um, I also like. There was a moment where I thought. Could you sex in the city fi little women? Could you cast each one of them? I mean, as one that of was them? the conversation on the way home. Like, oh, who get are out. you? And like, yeah. well, you know, I it's always like... want to be Joe, but I'm really like Beth. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I just kept feeling like in that vein, I kept feeling that like Meg is kind of like the Charlotte of the group, you know? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also like, yeah, which little women are, which, which little woman are you? But it was just like the, like, if, if this was the template of four women. Oh, you know, I mean, it kind of fits. I think it's I do easy. too. I actually think you could probably like, okay, let's do it now. So, yeah. uh, Joe would be, would Joe be Samantha? Cause she's like, I don't want to be married. I'm not going to follow conventions. I'm going to do my own thing. Keep up with me. Yeah, that's interesting because my first thought is like, Amy has to be Samantha. She has to be. Oh, you're right. Um, no, you're Yeah, yeah. But also, then who is Miranda? I feel like Beth is Miranda because she's just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just Beth. I'm just Miranda. You know? <laughs> oh, I actually love Miranda. No, I lot, love Miranda, so but I just, I just feel like. Bite your tongue. <laughs> no, I, lo- oh, I love Miranda. Her. But she's. You've heard she's... it here. You've heard it here. <laughs> But she's just, she's less, like, she's not as extra, you know? Like, Miranda's okay. a little more, like, she's a little more reasonable. Sure, whereas, I get that. I, you know? Okay, I will, I will allow that. Beth is more reasonable where, like, Amy is, like, I think, actually, I'm going to rescind. I think you're right. I think Amy and Samantha, that's the obvious connection. Yeah. I guess or Joe. Amy could be Miranda, too, but, like, that means, yeah, sorry. Go well, ahead. Joe is Carrie because she's the writer. Sure. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I couldn't yeah. help but wonder. Oh, um, I, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that Little Women, Sex in the City crossover. Let's I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so Joe is Carrie, Beth is Miranda, Amy is Samantha, and Meg, Meg is, is Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. And Emma Watson is perfectly fine in this movie. I think yeah. she's lovely. She does her thing, and I'm not disappointed, but I'm, you know, it's just, it's just just Meg. I think no matter what, Meg's going to be Meg. Meg had some, like, clunkers for me when, like, with the whole thing with the dress and when 
like with the husband, oh, I just, I, I'm sorry that you're not happy with me. And she's like, oh, my sweet, sweet, dear boy. I'm happy so long as I'm your wife. And he's like, oh, Meg. Oh, John. I'm like, this is, yes. this no, cutting room I floor, 100% Greta, agree. you know? Yes. I, yeah. She didn't seem old enough for it, honestly. Yeah, there's that. And then, oh, John saw this on Twitter, but someone was saying like, oh, oh, you're going to appreciate this. Someone was saying how they smashified Little Women and that we're repeatedly being told how great of an actress she is, but we never actually see it. Ooh, yeah, Karen Cartwright. I mean, yeah. Colin, you've never watched Smash. No, I am. I am. I'm. I know. I know. No, There's it's so, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lecture. But I, I have. Will... Yes, I have navigated into waters of Smash fans. I was one night. John's friends came over, and like the three of them were just like they knew their Smash. They were. They were. You know smashed Those are my people i need yeah they were I your people there. Yeah. i was I, if only i could just like you know quantumly tap you in like here you yes. can you come in and Talk take over him. yeah i'm gonna go lay down yeah yeah <laughs> and so uh it was yeah and so i recognize that there is a lot to love i would just love your opinion because there's yeah. so much to break down but anyways i mean maybe some kind of bsp bonus episode at some point will be some uh, smash discussion i mean there's a lot there are a lot of episodes i i own season one and season oh, two that i could i could it. just mail it to you <laughs> yeah they're hard to find but yeah. we found them i mean deborah messing for god's sake <sighs> angelica used to it it's it's too much for me to handle it's I could too go much on. yeah uh so the little yeah. women uh, what did you think of laura dern just real quick just kind of to kind of wrap up Okay, okay. I have been wanting to talk to you about this since I saw it. <sighs> Laura Dern does a Sandy Dennis pauses at the top of the stairs. <gasps> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I literally, I, I was like, I have to go. I need to talk to Nick right now. I know. She's, she does it. She comes back from seeing the poor family, the, yes. the Himmels or whatever. And she comes in the house and she's there like watching them and she's just wiping tears away. Yep. Yeah. And then she puts it on. And I was like, you, you just Sandy Dennis. I, give her the Oscar for this. I for know. This. I know. Honestly, I would, I wouldn't even mind. I wouldn't mind at all. I thought that she was great. I, I think that that like, I was so afraid something was going to happen to that woman because I just like loved her so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, and I think at the end of the movie, I just like didn't want this movie to end. I didn't want to like leave this world. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared to do it. I know that like everything was like wrapping up <sighs> and you could feel it all ending. Oh, I, I also, I just have to mention the, uh, the BSA moment for me besides pausing at the top of the stairs or in the foyer was that scene with Joe where she says like, I'm angry nearly every day of my life. I've just like, I, I just like the layers there, like the choice to show us, like this was the BSA moment for that character to be like, this is who I really am. I love that. Ugh. yeah. Um, yeah. I, the one casting that I felt strange about was Bob Odenkirk. as (laughs) They said that on pop culture, happy hour too. And like, I kind of went in thinking that I was like, Oh, yeah. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It, He's it great. It's fine. But it's also, just, you he need plays someone who such, you're going to be excited about. Yeah. He plays such ridiculous characters that it's like hard to see him in such like a genuine role, you know? Yeah. Fair. That's fair. I don't know who yeah. I would have liked to have seen. 
God, I just feel like it almost wouldn't have mattered. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. You Steve know, Steve Carell, put him in there. Steve Carell. Oh my God. Anyone. It just. It. I. I think that role was so small. I'm like, oh, whatever. It, this is yeah. called Little Women. You know. I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel. I'm so glad you loved it. First mm. of all, I just was. I. I was nervous the whole time you said you were going <laughs> to see it. I was like, what if he hates? And even if you did, it would have been fine. We would right. have uh, talked it out. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I did. Yeah. I thought it was great. I um, I will I will definitely. I mean, there's there's an earlier version with Catherine Hepburn as well from like the 30s. I don't know when I'll get yeah. to that one. But yeah, I think um, there might be another one too. But I yeah, I don't know. Um, very quickly, because this is like I mean, it is all about the ladies, and I know mm. he is like the flavor of the month slash year. Um, Timothy Chalamet. As Laurie, your thoughts. So, I feel like it's worth seeing Lady Bird because, of course, he's in that as well with Saoirse Ronan and and Beanie Feldstein. Um, And obviously, Laurie Metcalf giving a face journey of a century. Uh, uh, Yeah, that is, I can't wait either. Um, I recommend seeing it because he plays. He plays a character in that that is reminds me a little bit at moments of Laurie. And and I guess it's like if I'm thinking of Timothy Chalamet in this, Timothy Chalamet in Lady Bird, and then in Call Me By Your Name, I think that I am what – what I'm finding to be the commonality is just this like – Tousle haired, always knows in the book, doesn't know how hot he is, tortured artist, 23 year old. And I'm just like, oh, God, stop. Like, I think that Timothy Chalamet is in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel category for me. It's something that after a little bit, I'm like, enough already. Uh, Agreed. I think I I I would say that Christian Bale is my like forever Laurie. He he just is. I think that it was it was very. I was like in love with him during that like time in my life too. Cause mm-hmm. I was, how old was I? Oh God. I was, I was born in 86. So I was not, yeah. I was like barely like just under 10 years old. Um, but I, I'd seen it a little bit later after that, I think too, but I just think that he's, so to see this, like, I, I, I feel like such a grandma saying he's so skinny, but he is skinny. Yeah. I just need someone mm-hmm. with a little bit more meat on his bones. Am I right, yeah. ladies? Am I right? Um, like, yeah, he's a bit of a, he, he's just this little pipsqueak uh, who's like, oh, yeah, I just had Skittles for lunch. It's like, <laughs> oh, stop it, Timothy. Have a sandwich. I know. And I, I think there's something about him that if he sticks to those brooding character types, that he'll be fine. But when I see him trying to be quote unquote, like joyful or like rambunctious, that it just makes me want to leave the room. Oh, you know God, what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. It's so cringy. In when a way. he came out, when he, cause he, it's a very famous scene where he hides in the attic and he mm-hmm. comes out and he's supposed to be so charming and like believable as someone who can play and has a sense of adventure and um, Christian Bell does it beautifully, by of the course. way, for yeah. the record. Yeah. Um, and Timothy Chalamet, it just seemed a little forced. And of course, the women are laughing at him. I was like, I almost just wanted to be like, don't laugh at him. Like, he hasn't even earned it yet. Right. <laughs> just because he's cute. Like, make him earn the laugh. Yeah. I was like, girls, girls. Girls. Yeah. Let's learn something now. <laughs> yeah. But I see the charm and like, I, 
a lot of my students who are in high school right now are like in love with him. So I, mm -hmm. I get the draw and I get why they cast him as well too. Like he looks aesthetically pleasing and he's, you know, made he's like made of marble but he's like skinny marble <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it, it's i i it's, it's a more it's a marble slab you know and yeah. i i need a bit more of a bust you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know what i'm saying patricia arquette <laughs> <laughs> she knows she knows she knows what i'm looking for <laughs> oh wow uh, i don't even know if we get played off on these episodes i mean yeah I, I think this is kind of like I think they're I think like we no guys wrap it up here. Yeah, you know, you guys just when you're done, you're done. Just turn off the lights, you know, <laughs> when you're done. <laughs> yeah, leave the key in the mailbox. We're yeah, totally. Time. Yeah, the cleaning lady will get it in the morning. Yeah. Ugh. Lost my glasses. Um, and I may need to put them on dramatically at some point. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I think that it's funny we said, "Oh, this might be a shorter episode," and we're we're coming in at our I mean, our usual our usual window. So Yeah. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I'm not mad at that. For an episode where I think we both just showed up at the end of a Monday and said, all right, let's see what we can bang out. Yeah. I'm I'm proud. I'm not proud bad. of us. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I guess since we're not being, or well, maybe we'll be played off, who knows, but if you want more of us on social media, um, the BSA pod specifically, you can go to at BSA pod on Twitter and you can email us with any of your thoughts about the Golden Globes, Little Women, who else have we mentioned? Everyone. Uh, every nominee. Every, Timothy Chalamet. Every lady nominee from the Golden Globes. Any of them you yes. want to talk about? Um, maybe you want to talk about Knives Out. Maybe you want to talk about Anna de Armas. Maybe you want to talk about Michelle Williams. Uh, Ricky or Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Is there something from Unbelievable that we're missing about Tony yeah. Collette? Um, yeah. Vince uh, Colin to watch Mrs. Maisel. You know, oh, give it a yeah. try. Yeah, the act. Uh, if not, if not Mrs. Maisel, then the act. Someone sell me on the act. Okay, fair. Yeah, uh, but if you have any of those thoughts, send us an official email. Oh, I'm doing squirrel friend stuff. Send us an email to our uh, official email for the podcast, which is sfzh. I'm just kidding. Uh, which is the bsa pod at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, if you want to get more of, of me as well, you can find me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance, um, uh, planning the lead here. I believe I may be recording the second annual nuances very shortly. Uh, and of course you can find me on all right, Mary every week talking about drag race and other drag competition, reality television shows. Um, and you on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. Yay. And you can follow me on Instagram at Twitter and Twitter. It's getting late. Yeah. Instagram and Twitter at Nick Kachanov. And you can see me uh, or listen to me. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's really going well. Uh, <laughs> on the Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour every other week or wherever, when, whenever we decide to uh, record something. You know, join the Nick party. Is turning into a pumpkin as in front of I my know, very... it's like <laughs> I just have like a long winter's cap on. <laughs> A nose strip, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically like talking to Grandpa Bucket from Willy Wonka the Chop Factory. <laughs> oh, that bed. It must that have been so gross, bed. those oh, horrible God. adults. <laughs> and the floor was so cold, the choices you have to make. And he just gets right up after all yeah. those years. Yeah. All, yeah, yeah. Not a single bed sore. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sore, I got to go rest my weary bones here. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but thanks for listening, everyone, to this Golden Globes uh, extra bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Comment, chime in, 
Yeah. We love you. We love you. And that, as they say, is that. Is that. <laughs> Hacha. Hacha.